Thank you for tuning in to another episode of 518 Talks. I am your host. What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you for tuning in for another episode of 518 Talks. I am your host, William Revis. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Right here to the right, my guest today is Mr. Earl Page III. What's going on, everybody? What's up? You see the guy for this hat. You know what I'm saying? Guy for this hat. Got my hat on today. Yeah, you know if, you, if you want some guy for this gear, we got T-shirts, there's some guy for this hats. Um, Hit me up on, on Facebook. You can you can definitely check in. Today's topic, right, is this is one of those conversations we were kind of having, you know, just hanging out in the office. Hanging out conversations. And it, and it developed a little bit into a topic that I felt we had to talk about. The grass is not greener on the other side. It is definitely not greener on the other side. Let me tell you, you know, uh, anyone who thinks the grass is green on the other side, when you get on the other side and look, the grass is the same color, right? It's not green. Actually, it may even be worse looking at what it was from the grass that you actually were standing in. But don't get <laughs> me lying. So when we're talking about the grass is not green on the other side. We're talking about life. We're talking about business. We're talking about your social status as an individual. And why this is so important is this. Right. Um, as a kid, it's something I used to hear all the time. You know, the grass is not greener on the other side. Um, and what that started to mean to me as a kid was. You don't have the same opportunity as other people, so why look? Correct. Why look? You know what I'm saying? Six foot fence over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want you to look. So as an adult, it takes on a different meaning because now I understand that the grass is definitely not greener on the other side. Not only that, but what they forget to tell you is grass is grass. Listen, pay attention. Grass is grass. You just got to tend to your own. So they, you may have a neighbor who has a little bit better looking grass, meaning they might have a little better looking car. They might have a bigger house, but you don't know their situation. Right. You don't know what they know. You don't know how they got there. So when I say the grass is not green on the other side, right? What I'm saying to you specifically in is, right, is, listen, tend to your own life, man. The universe you gave you a, a set of, of set of skills, a, a, a set of a set of tools. It gave you a set of experiences for a reason. Love your life and appreciate what it is to the fullest. That's, I mean, you said, I mean, the show's over at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just said it. I mean, you got to definitely love your life, man. But, you know, it, it brings me to a, a quick story, man, of a, a young man one day he was on Facebook. He didn't have a, you know, a, a pot to pee in, but he got some money and he showing on Facebook. And everybody thought that grass was green on the other side. And then when they got around them and then they realized, like, oh, man, that grass is the same color. If not, it's got more brown spots than mine, you know. So you got to be careful um, with what you what you want and uh, where you're going with it, because that grass is not green. Right? I mean, that phrase is going to it's just that topic is crazy. Yeah, we're going to dig into that. So, so, so let's talk about business grass. Right. So okay. so. I've worked in nonprofits for a very long time. For me, nonprofits was the entire world because it was all I knew. That was the only grass I'd ever ventured to to, to know. Mm-hmm. So, in looking at the other side of business, the profit for a profit sector, uh, there was language, there was skills, there were a lot of things I didn't know. I was absolutely unaware of, which intentionally kept me behind the eight ball because they don't want you to know. Listen, you don't very clearly, right? I want you to hear this. People with wealth don't want people without wealth in the club. Exactly. So there's a language they speak. 
there are certain things that they do. There's a certain way that they operate that they're not going to let you into if you are unaware. And they know when you come around, if you are unaware, is that true? That, that is very true. They, they shut right up. They don't tell you. They don't want you to know because, you know, um, bosses got to have employees. So if, if everybody was a boss, there'd be no employees. So, you know, to keep you broke or keep your mindset broke, it's it's a it's 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 what it is. You know, they need that. They they need you to have that mentality like, you know, um, getting like I spoke about this earlier, getting paid your worth. If a company paid you what you were worth. All right. That company would no longer have the value that it would have because, you know, what I'm saying you're worth more to the company than the actual boss or the actual um, for that matter, CEO, because do the math. Look at the NFL. When players screw up, they don't get rid of the players. They get rid of the coach. All right. And what does that tell you? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to look at it that way, that if you're getting if you're getting paid your worth, it's, it's a whole different story. And once again, it brings you back to the grasses and green on the other side. Also. So so my question would be. Right. Yes. So if you start out with some really shabby grass, mm-hmm. a shabby business or in a status in which you're working for somebody else, an employee, right? Right. If the grass is not greener on the other side, how do we get better looking grass? Meaning, how do we make competitive wages? How do we start a business? How do we functionally run that business? Because I think metaphorically speaking, what people are going to fail to realize, if they don't listen close, we're talking about the grass being not being green on the other side. There are tools, meaning, you know, there are certain lawnmowers. Yes business things that you may want. There are certain ways you may want to water your grass, take care of your business. Correct. There's a certain sunlight. There's a certain, there, there are certain tools you can utilize to make your grass better. Correct. And let me tell you something. Me having grass at my house, I'm looking at my neighbor's grass. I had to do the research. And if you apply it to your business, um, it's the same thing. So like I wanted my grass to be greener. Mm-hmm. So before I did anything, I did the research on how do I get greener grass? And then it said you need fertilizer. You know, you need this uh, this coat of this. Uh, I forgot what it's called. That's going to kill the crabgrass. Mm-hmm. And then it tells you, you know, you got to first start. You, you drop your lawnmower blade all the way down to the bottom. You take it down to like it's just about dirt. You put this fertilizer on. Then you rake it. Then you throw your seed in it. Mm. And then you constantly water. You know what I'm saying? Your grass. And Wait, are we talking about grass? We're talking about business right I'm now. I'm sorry. So. And the same concept of business. Oh, because I was to, about to go flex the lawn real listen, quick. I'm telling you, when you want to go and start your business, right, the first thing you're going to do is your research. You're going to you're going to research your business. You want to research how many people out there are doing that business. You know, you want to research your business name. You want to just see if there's anyone out there utilizing your name because, you know, you, that's going to be your brand that you'll be pushing out there. You know, then once you do all that, now you got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? You take that research and implement it. So just like, you know, with the with the lawnmower, drop all the way down to the bottom and, and mowing it and then starting up because you're planting your seeds. It's the same thing. You know, you're, you're getting your social medias going because you're planting seeds on what's going on. You know, you're registering your business. You know, you're just securing your funding and all that jazz. And then when you come out running, your grass is now green. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you have to do. For if you want to get so, the business so, so regardless of what one may think about green grass, mm-hmm. we all have the same opportunity to have green grass. To, to have green grass. The same opportunity. Everyone starts from the dirt. Be make sure you're not buying no astro turf though. 
Yeah, you got to get the right seed, you know, which comes in, in as far as the, you know, um, the research. Got to research it the right way. And we're in an informational age right now where you can research everything. But even then, you have to get around the people who know. So, like, you take businesses, right? We found out that, oh, not we, but it's out that 83% of businesses fail within the first two years. 83% of businesses fail within the first two years. Make sure y'all listen to that. And the reason why they fail is because, there you go, Mr. Wise. The reason why they fail is because they're not properly researched and they're not properly funded. All right. Those are the two things that kill a business right now is uh, in, improperly being improperly funded and uh, improper research. OK. You know, so so when we get to this. I think the thing is, is so if you want to have green grass, right, you want to be around people who have green grass. Correct. You don't want to feel like you're in competition for the green grass, but you can have green grass as well as I can have green grass, as well as our next door neighbor can have green grass. So we can all have successful businesses, green grass, and not be in competition for the greenest grass. Correct. I found that interesting because the more I thought about the analogy or the saying, the more Mm -hmm. I said to myself, whoever created this saying didn't feel like they could get whatever the other person was that they was looking at. So they saw a life or a business or an amount of money or car. They saw something on the other side of of that proverbial fence. And they said to themselves, for whatever reason, I can't have that. Mm -hmm. So grass is green on the other side. Yeah. You you hear it all the time, man. It's like the the verbal phrase, you know, the people who don't have money, they they always say, um, you know, money is root all evil and I don't want money. I don't need money. Money doesn't bring happiness. I'm sorry. Money may not bring happiness to you, but I'd rather have money. And be miserable if that's the case, then not have money and be miserable. Because at least I know if I have money and I'm miserable, I can do something to make myself happy. You know what I'm saying? And and I've seen it where people who didn't have money, they, they said that, and then they came into wealth or they came into some type mm-hmm. of money, and next you know they're wearing Jordans. You know, they got all the the, the, the high quality oh, stuff. Oh, but wait, wait, let's talk about that. Like, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. The, 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 the way you manage your grass. Yes. So let's say you got green grass. Mm-hmm. You got green grass. You got a successful business. You have a good home. You got all these things that you think that you want. Right. right. What happens to the grass if you don't manage it? though? Oh, well, you, you, it's going to get back to being a, a brown again. It's going to have those those spots in it. That crab grass is going to come through and tear it down. Those weeds are going to come in. Tear it up, man. You gotta maintain your grass. You gotta maintain your grass. So so you gotta stay, you wanna stay around people who are like minded. You wanna stay around people who are in business, you wanna stay having conversations, you wanna go to seminars, you wanna engage on social media. Yes. You want to continue to evolve your business etiquette and evolve your business language. You want to know what are the taxes, what are the policies, what are the rules, what are the regulations, you know, what are the trends, what are the ups and downs. I'm saying that not because I'm an expert, but because these are all the things I've I've been having to learn over the past few months because I thought my grass was green. <laughs> and then I said to myself, I want greener grass, mm-hmm. but I'm not in competition with nobody for their green grass. You just want greener grass. I just want to put in the work necessary to have greener grass. Right. You know, we find there's a lot of a lot of people now what they're, what they're doing is. They're listening to old information, right? Mm. The old way of, of of getting your grass green. And you know, in you know, in our world now, our society now, that doesn't work. So, you know, just like fertilizer, it changes every year. 
Um, same thing with the uh, business knowledge or research. It changes every year. And if you're not staying up on it, if you're not around the people that are doing it the right way, you're going to be doing it wrong. And we constantly see people um, setting up businesses the wrong way. There you, there you go, Jay. <laughs> yeah, they're setting up their businesses the wrong way because they're 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 in groups of people that have old school thinking. You know, the one thing I learned a long time ago is if you're gonna do it, you know, surround yourself with people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. You don't surround yourself with people who are just talking about it because they're giving you the wrong knowledge because they've never implemented it. Surround yourself with people who are doing it. You know. We started the Wolfpack Wealth Group because we already seen we've seen a trend of people not understanding how to get successful in business, mm. especially in our community. All right. Our community right now. We, we, man, we, we get ready. We get ready to get uh, there. Go our ahead. community right now man, needs a, a boost of good, solid information because they're getting the wrong information. They're not getting the right information. And with Wait, that, but, but is that intentional though? You know what I'm saying? Say, say, say that to the camera. People need to hear that though. <laughs> our community, the community itself, is getting a boost of bad information, and it's on purpose. It's purposely being put out there, um, so you can follow the the old rule. Mm-hmm. For instance, the biggest thing that I'm hearing right now is, you want to start a business, go get your DBA. All right. And that is the worst thing you can do is get a DBA. The the, the the minimum requirement should be an LLC. All right. And then you need to know what you're doing. So if you're selling a product, you can be LLC. If you're selling a service, you want to be a escort. You know, just little things like that. They're not telling us this. They're telling you the DBA. That's what well, it was 20 years ago. So 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 wait a second. So so you mean all this schooling? I didn't did all this oh, education man, people are paying going. for. No, no, that. no, because we listen, we on five one eight talks podcast. We have an honest conversation. People yeah. need to know, man. They're about yeah. to put they're gonna they put us to black. <laughs> they're gonna black right, us right. So are you telling me that people are not being educated properly to to to, to gain wealth? What, what do you is That's that what you're saying? Telling you, you're not being educated properly. Let me tell you something. They're not being told how to use the tools to, to get their grass the way it's nah, supposed to be. They're, not. they're telling you tools, right, to get paid. Mm. All right. That's what they're telling you. You know, we got kids right now that can that if they're not in college, if they apply for a credit card or, you know, a, a, a car loan, they got to go get a co-signer. But if they're in college, you're going to give an 18, 19 year old kid access to fifty thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? And put them in debt. All right. And then let's say use accounting. For and that's instance. before student loans. Hit. That's before student loans. hit. Now, let's say they went to school to be an accountant. You don't learn all the true skills of an accountant until your last two semesters. So that means you're paid all that money to go to, to take that TV class, to take anthropology and all this other stuff that you don't need when you went to school for accounting. Um, doctors, the same thing. Lawyers, the same thing. You know, you don't even and a lot of people know this to be a lawyer. You don't even have to go to law school. You just have to hold a bachelor's degree and you can do your own studying and then go take the bar exam. But they'll never tell you that they're going to always tell you you got to go to law school. That's why lawyers are hundred thousand dollars in the hole and they're always charging an exorbitant amount of money because they're told you got to go to law school. All law school is a prep. It preps you for the bar exam. You can do that on your own if you know how to research and study. So, so my question is, is if the people in our community admittedly have been getting bad information about wealth, 
Mm-hmm. We're in a position in which we're trying to offer that opportunity back. And that's what I really love about what we're doing. Right. right. I love meeting with people and having those conversations in which people are like, listen, I want to have a successful business. I have an idea, but I don't know how to get from point A to point B, because then you can institute that education, Correct. those tools to help people get their own green grass. Correct. Because those with the greenest grass, they don't want you to have green grass. They don't want you. It's, it's some people. It's competition, you know, and it's, it does have to be. We we're here down at four thirty three J Street, fourth floor. This distance of the commercial. Yeah, the view is the view is nice. Brought to you by in the background. It's brought to you by the Wolfpack Wealth Group. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> um, you know, you can stop. I mean, we talk to a lot of people, man, and and we give out free game all the time. Um, if you have questions, whatever. We don't we don't constrict you to just an hour console. We talk to people left and right about it. I'm live all the time talking to people about, you know, what I'm saying the, the free game or just the business in itself, because we want everybody to know, you know, and, and that's the key. Giving you the right information, you know, doing it the right way. That's our thing. Yeah. So what, what, what I love, what we've been doing and even for myself, it's, it's applicable knowledge is. There you go, Mr. Wise. I love that with the realistic deadlines and goals. And he's true. You guys said realistic deadlines and goals. If your goals are are unattainable, if your deadlines are unattainable, you set yourself up to fail. Well, no, realistic deadlines and goals are great, but they're even better with the right information. Exactly. That, and I think that's kind of where we're at mm-hmm. when you were talking about the community is – People were, you know, you have a lot of information. You have a lot of people who are who are life coaches and business coaches, and we're te- we were teaching people how to get as far as we could. But we found so many people hitting that glass ceiling. Correct. We have found so many people with great ideas, with great passion, that wanted to do something, but they were all hitting that glass. I was hitting my head on that glass ceiling. I once was also hitting, uh, hitting uh, it hard. Uh, uh, until you start to get new information. Then you start to understand that the information that you had is questionable. Correct. So once you're able to, to understand that there really is no glass ceiling, that's the key. Skies and women. There is no glass ceiling. You've been lied to. Bamboozled. Hoodwink. Let us stray. Let us Listen, the sky is even the limit. Mars is even. You can go as far as you want to go. No but, one's going to stop. But, but they will tell you that the sky is the limit because, therefore, what that does is that convinces you that there really is a limit. There's a bar on you based on lack of education or color of your skin or, or how much money you make or what community you come from when, really, you have the same opportunity as everyone else. I have the same opportunity as everyone else. But I believed what I was taught. I was conditioned to think that Based on where I came from, my background, based on me being incarcerated for making bad decisions, that I was going to be behind the eight ball. I could never be a business owner. I could never be a politician. I could never be a leader. I could never be a public. I could never be. And everything I was told was a lie. So when they said to me that the grass is greeny on the other side, (laughs) I never took the chance to understand that there's not even a fence there. Exactly. You know, there's no fence. Most houses don't even have fences around the yard. So you can see the grass on the other side. You can see it. And you, you can, can see tell. it. You can tell what it is already. You know what I'm saying? It's like surrounding yourself, like forming a team of, of a bunch of people that's competition. Right? And if you put that in the, the analogy of grass, that's like um, throwing weeds into, into, your green into, grass. Your, into your green grass. Because when you're forming a team, your team is not supposed to be com- it's supposed to be complementary, not competition. 
And a lot of people don't realize that. So they either scared to put a team together and they then do the, they try to do it by themselves and it doesn't work right. Or they're not looking through or, or vetting their team the right way. And now they got weeds, you know, in on their team and it's, it becomes a problem. You know, we're seeing a lot of people, um, especially in our community, man, it becomes competition when it's unnecessary competition. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Walmart, they do business with everybody, including their competition. Walmart sells a Target, Target sells a Walmart. You follow what I'm saying? But who got the greenest grass when all our grass is bad? Who's got, well, they got the greener grass if our grass but, but, is bad. But, but wait, wait, wait. Is 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 that the trick? Is, is is it to get us all arguing about grass in our community well, while those thing. with the greenest grass is sitting over somewhere else well, watching us argue about bad grass? Listen, I can I can take it one step further. Okay, we have a street right now here in Schenectady. It's in Hamilton Hill area, and it's a notorious street. Everyone talks about the street. I'm not going to bring the name of the street. All right, there's a bunch of houses that are on that street for sale. Oh, and 22 of them. I know it's blocking. Oh, okay, so you know it's 22 houses. 22. For sale. All right, and I've had conversations with several individuals about this. Pull the money together, and you say you want to take back the community. It starts one house at a time. You get a you get a piece of property, you rehab, you get it up. <coughs> excuse me. You then you know uh, get a, a refi on that. Pull that money back out. Get another one. Get that going. Start creating some cash flow. You get the next one. You know what I'm saying? Get the next one. Next thing you know, you're buying back the community. But everybody's in such a competition because they're trying to think the grass is greener on the other side that they're not doing nothing. And there's 22 houses that are still for sale on that street. And we and we so so wait, 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 wait. So let me get this straight. So you mean to tell me we have we don't stop talking about grass real quick. And I want to have a real (laughs) conversation with you. Right. So what you telling me is we have access to the same tools and resources to create wealth for ourselves. Correct. And for our families. Correct. And for those around us. Correct. But we are our own worst enemy when it comes to that. Correct. Listen, there's so many ways that you can um, you can make money. Um, like I use me for instance, when I want to buy something, shout out fat cats, shameless plug real quick. Shout out fat cats. There you go. When I want to make money, I figure out a way to create income, right? That create the income and then I go ahead and buy what I want to, what I need to buy. So let's say I'm going to buy a car. I'm planning on buying a car two years from now. I'm going to create the income to go buy the car. Now the income could be anything from, you know, Mr. House right there watching could be from residual income to a, you know, just a regular extra job, whatever it takes to create extra cash flow coming in, I'm going to do it. So I'm not creating an extra expense, but a lot of people don't think that way. They're impulsive. So they go out, they just buy it. Now they're behind the eight ball. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like this year right here. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the refund year. All right. Wait till you guys start doing your taxes and you're going to start seeing you're not going to get the money that you got the year before and the year before that. It's going to be different. <clears throat> and if you're not structured the right way, well, you know, it is what it is in that one. We've been saying it for about a year now. You got to put something in place uh, to structure yourself to be able to get that extra money back. But no one seems to be listening because they think the grass is green around the other side. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, well, well, and, and the thing is, is why we're in such a great place. And I say this to everybody, right? And I say this all the time. What I love about the space we're in right now as a people is you do see people trying. 
Right. Meaning you do see people launching businesses. You are seeing the, the, the rebirth of entrepreneurs. And I say this to you guys all the time when we're in the office talking. It feels like for me, it feels like a renaissance uh, mm -hmm. based on what I historically saw. Yeah. It, that's what it feels like to me. The art, the fashion, the music, the food, people just coming out, the, the ethnicity, the, the pride that people are taking in stepping outside of traditional roles. People are no longer paying for traditional education because they're finding that that doesn't that's not really for me. Let me launch out and do. People are not staying in traditional levels of employment. Correct. So the time where people were staying at a business or an employer for 30, 40 years just to get a gold watch, yeah. not green grass. Exactly. Um, people are stopping to do that. So you got people that are staying with their 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 organizations or with their businesses for 10 years or so, and they're they're taking their extra time and they're putting it in searching, researching and studying their own business. Correct. So I find for right now, while it seems for people like the grass may be greener on the other side, I say, hold up. Wait <laughs> a little while. Wait a minute. Because our grass is growing. Right. Right. Our grass is growing. Our grass is growing. Some of y'all got fences up unnecessarily and you peeking over the fence looking at the neighbor grass. Stop. You don't got to do that. Knock the fences down. Let's all go outside. Let's all stick our toes in the grass. Let's have barbecues. Let's build families together. Let's yes. build communities together. Let's build wealth together because we are better together than we are apart. Exactly. And as long as we competing for bad grass, then with the good grass win. Listen, you couldn't even have said it better. I mean, my wife hates the fact that I only stay mad for about not even 10 minutes. All right. Somebody makes me mad, whatever. It's a and then I'm done. You know, and I don't have I'm, I'm like Target and Walmart. I can do business with my enemies or people who I disagree with or competition. I keep it strictly business, strictly professional, because my thing is I kind of want to see everybody succeed. That's always been my 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 thing. I want to see people eat. I mm -hmm. want to see the community eat. All right. I left the community and because it was unsafe for my kids. All right. So I couldn't send my kids to the corner store because I was scared they're going to get killed. You know, I can't send them certain places because I'm scared that something's going to happen. And this is our community. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, I walk around all the communities, man, and I see things happen. And it's like, wow, you know, how can we can't do this over there? You know, you get into I use like the Niski Yunus, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, my kids went to Niski Yunus schools forever. All right. And I pulled them out. Because I realized one thing, um, the privilege, they want you there so they can get the, um, the what is it? So they can get the, the word I'm looking for, uh, um, I can't remember the, the word, I'm losing the word, but they want to be able to get the, the, uh, the, the so they can say like, oh, I'm singing a song and I, I want to say a certain word. I got my black friend with me over here. I can say it now. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember the word I'm looking for. But, you know, they just they want they want that. And then when things go wrong, they, they point fingers back at their black friend. And I know this because my son went through this. And if it wasn't for the fact that his dad was also a private investigator, you know what I'm saying? It would have been terrible because that's what they did. They did stuff. And then, you know, and, and the good thing is I record everything. So they, they said it to me to what it was supposed to be. And then they point to my son who had nothing to do with it and said, no, he did it. And so I had to give them the recording and they listened to the recording like, oh, my God, like we made a mistake. And the reason why we left Niskin Unit is because we realized 
uh, when they were trying to do all this bad stuff to my kid, you know what I'm saying? And we had all this evidence that showed that it was them. Mm-hmm. They were giving them the, the the you know the pat on the hand, but they wanted to throw my kid. There you go, Kareem. They wanted to throw my kid underneath the bus. So at that point, we're like, you know what, man? We're getting out of here. You know what I'm saying? We're we're going because it's just not fair. Right. And I want to give my kids, you know, a, a fair upbringing. And I said, if if I wanted to be unfair, I'd just let them get raised in the hood. Right. And that's still a bad a bad thing to say because you know it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. You know, our community we should be able to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Well, I, and what I like is I feel like we're getting to a place now where we're starting to look at that and take that into consideration. And the conversation, the work is starting. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen a lot of growth in the town. I'm seeing a lot of people start to come together. Still a little bit of kind of, it's a little rocky, but it's it's starting to come together. Yeah, you know? we, we've, we've met with a, a lot of great people over the last few weeks. Yes. Uh, yes. Had a lot of great conversation, assisted a lot of wonderful people in getting their businesses from this side of the fence to that side, that side of and, and getting them to understand that you have the right to be here and you belong here. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a conversation with a family the other day who started, who, who was, you know, launching their own business. Yes. And they talked about putting together something and leaving a legacy for their children, which we thought was absolutely amazing exactly. because these are the types of things we want to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Us building business and building business structures is just a piece of it is for us, but the reality of it is it's for the community, it's for you know, and it's for uh, our, our youth. And I think we both agree we love doing what we're doing, we love meeting with people, we love a system, we love, love taking them from point A to point Z. Um, that's why you know it was perfect for us to come out and have this conversation today. The grass is not green on the other side, man. I don't know what you were told. All right. What could you do with that? And there, everyone said the same thing, man. If I had an extra 50K, I can go buy this. Yeah. I can go do that. You know, and then we say, you know, well, we can walk you right to that pot of gold. And it's very simple, you know, and it's simpler than you think. And they're like, it is. And then we start showing them the process. They're like, wow, we never knew it. And that's the point. They didn't want you to know it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been staring you in the face for years. But they didn't want you to know it, um, you know, and it's 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 crazy. You know, I, I watch a cigar shop. This young man, I'm not going to mention name once again. I, I don't like to mention names of companies that don't do business with us. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's it's a cigar shop. It's, it's, it's not a really good friend of mine, but I got to learn a lot of information from the cigar shop. And I remember when he opened, he had a, it's a storefront on Central Avenue up in Colony. And he started out of pocket. But he was around the right people and they told him, you got to get business credit. And they, they, you know, he went paid. They, they got him through the process, guys, business credit. And he wound up getting, um, what was it? A, I think it was $150,000 strictly based off his business. And now he has the premier leading cigar shop in the capital district. This man's doing numbers because he basically took that money that he got. That was based off his business, not his personal, infused it into his yeah. business and made it happen. But if you look at anybody in our community and you ask them business credit, they don't even them, know. They don't even know what it. But but that goes into what we're talking about today. So, so if somebody told you, right, mm-hmm. you want green grass, I got the key, right? Mm-hmm. And they try to tell you the ingredient is 
such and such and such and such. Why? And you never heard of that. Correct. So the people with the green grass, they know what this product is. Mm. They use it. They teach their kids how to use it. Exactly. They keep it stashed in the garage so their grandkids can use it. Exactly. The wife even has uh, uh, some of the ingredient put to the side so she can use it. Exactly. So everybody that's got green grass teaches everybody else with green grass how to use this ingredient mm -hmm. except for the people that don't have green grass. Exactly. A lot of us didn't even have any grass. Well, exactly. Oh, uh, get up there. This is the thing. They showing you got the key to the green grass. He's got the That's key. That's what I'm talking about. He's got the key. They showing and Janice. <laughs> shout out to the team. Uh, Travis folks. They showing Kunis. Janice Muniz. Um, the, the the key is always going to be kept in a lockbox, right? And just got to be unless someone, you come and see us, right? You got to have someone that goes and gets that key out the lockbox. Shout out to Wolfback Wealth Group, and then. They have to be willing to be able to educate, not just take, but educate um, while they're helping. And that's what we do. If you look at what we do and you Google it, companies charge an astronomical amount of money to do it. And we don't. The reason why is because we're we are creating and educating because we want the community. We want more black business owners like storefront owners. Like, wouldn't it be nice to go to a bodega and finally it's owned by mm -hmm. an African-American? <clears throat> no, no disrespect to, you know, to the to the, the Guyanese, the Indians, the Afghans, you know, whatever your, your, your race nationality is. But it would be nice for us since we're here. We were born here, raised here. It would be nice for me to walk into a store. Here we go. <laughs> it would be nice for us to walk into a store. Right. And be able to say, oh, that, that's Kenny right there. What's going on? When you get the store, that's what's up. And then, you know, we get to patronize and we get to show support that way. But we don't have that right now. You know, and that's what we're trying to change right now is to get everybody to their storefront. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful so, thing. with so One person if, at a time. If, if, if you see somebody, you know, growing grass and even if it's a small patch of grass, meaning. For those that, that just tuned in, if you see your friend start a business, even if it's online or if it's selling hats, socks, shirts, uh, if it's doing speeches, anything, support the people in your community and their business and their dreams. That's another key to green grass that that, that people don't really talk about is support. Correct. Your you feel good about your grass when your neighbors come over and say, hey, I noticed the work you've been doing on that grass over there. Uh-huh. Can I help you out? Can I come over and, and enjoy yeah. some of this grass with you? How can I walk barefoot through can that? I, can I, can I, I check this out? Can I feel the blades of your yeah. grass in between my toes? <laughs> so it feels good when people support your businesses, when people support your dreams, when people buy your products. Man, listen, stop being selfish with your dollar because people in wealth, their dollar stays in their community. People of color, we're the only ones whose money does not stay in our community. We will spend it in somebody else's community, in somebody else's store, or somebody else's online shop before we spend it our own with, with our own people. Stop with that. Stop with that mentality. Stop with that with that behavior. Like we have to do better. That's why if you look in my closet, my wife will tell you, right? I got double H shirts. I got Elevate and Conquer shirts. I got I got Say Less shirts. I got music from everybody who makes music. I support anything and everything. I go to everybody's events. I take pictures of everybody's events. Sure enough, I like, share, post, everything. Regardless of how somebody supports or may not support me, it's not about that. 
It's about stepping outside of yourself and doing it because it's the right thing to do. Listen, Jason Adams right here, a good friend of mine. We went to school together. Um, just like you just said, there's only three black-owned grocery stores in the United States, according to a documentary. So, and Wait, wait, in the whole U.S.? That's crazy. That's insane. That's bananas. When I can go in the hood right now and, I, I man, look, there's at least six stores in the three-block radius. You know what I'm saying? We got to do we got to do better. And, and not even that we got to do better. We are doing it. We're, we're doing the changes happening now. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. You know, you can find us at 433 State Street. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Schenectady, New York, downtown, right above Johnny's. There's a company that's here to help make a difference. All right. You know, you can come and talk with us. You can schedule a console. You can just come hang out. We'll bring in the room. Tell us your idea. And we'll tell you which way to go with it. You know, it's not just about the dollar. We do educate. We do give ideas back to you. And we do mastermind. We do it all the time. So what's going on, Dewey? You know, so we do it all the time. You know, we talk with people and it's good. We like to talk, especially me. I'll talk to you to you blow in the face. <laughs> but if it's going to help you get to where you need to be, you know, I'd rather you get there than, than say, you know, um, hey, look, man, you know, I, this company's trying to charge me five thousand dollars, but they won't talk to me until they I give them that money. Screw that. Let me help you get the money then. You know what I'm saying? So then you could if you need that service from that company. All right, and that's what we do here. Just make it happen. That's why we hooked up together because when we put this team together, we made sure that our team is cohesive, that we we complement each other. You know what I'm saying? We don't we, we don't compete with each other. It's a, it's a, it's well, I take that back. Me and him are competing right now. Yes. Because he's like the salesman <laughs> of, the, of the decade right now. I'm trying to take him down. But besides that, we're complimentary. You know what I'm saying? No, but the beautiful thing is, is we're in a space in the middle of Schenectady where mm-hmm. I grew up here my entire life. I, I didn't think that I would be where I'm at in life right now doing the things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the opportunity I have to not only give back, but to grow with people. Right. Because like I said in the beginning, this is not all stuff I knew. I'm learning on the go. I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. I had to learn finance. I got to study finance. I got to study money, the language, the, the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts. I'm learning all this. Mm-hmm. But um, I also have the opportunity to grow with my friends. My wife has her own business. You know what I'm saying? My daughter has been to one of our meetings and learned how to make yes. uh, Deshaun taught my daughter, my 14 year old daughter, how to make a million dollars three ways in an hour. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it drove her mind so crazy, which now this is this is this her thought pattern. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> I can make this. I can I can do this. I can do this, yep. So that be able to sit down with people that I love and I've grown up with and be able to offer that, them that assistance to sit down with them and see where their dreams are and what they want to do. Beautiful thing. Nah, I love it. It's beautiful. We, we, I was we, there at that meeting, man. It was a beautiful thing. Your daughter's <laughs> eyes was like, wow, she was stuck. You know what I'm saying? She was stuck. When she got to see, like, you know, her dad is, is, is about to be a seven-figure earner. You know, she, I don't even think at that point she could comprehend it really until she saw the numbers. You know, it was like, wow. And if you don't know, yes, it, we're on pace to become a seven figure business inside of 12 months. Um, we launched in January, official launch, and we're on pace to, to hit that number. But that comes from proper research, which would be, you know, I'm saying what you do for your grass, mm-hmm. um, you know, proper planning. You know, securing the right amount of funding and then implementing it, which is dropping that lawnmower, getting it down to the dirt, 
you know, getting your fertilizer down, raking some seed and a lot of water. And that's what we did in 2018 is all the prep work. And then, you know, now the grass is growing. So, and, but your daughter was like, are you serious? And she was figuring it and then she was doing something else. She was like, wow. But, but you want to know what I learned from her in the interaction? What's that? There's a major part of the growing grass process that a lot of us miss. Mm-hmm. And that's standing back and enjoying the process. Yes. And enjoying watching your lawn go from brown mm-hmm. to a little bit of green, mm-hmm. patches, to now it's growing. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta break it down and water it, nurture it. Yeah. Then, then, then you watch it grow and grow until you walk yeah, outside. Too much fluff, you know. Yeah, until you walk outside one day and you got like almost astroturf outside yeah. where it's perfect. Man, look, that's the the thing. Watching it grow, enjoying the process. Well, and we get to enjoy the process because everybody that we interact with, we get to watch that process happen, and we get to watch that grass grow. You know, and we get to see happy people. You know what I'm saying? Taking their next steps in that nice, like I said, green two-inch loaf right there they're yeah. walking through. It's a beautiful thing, man. I love it. That's why I like coming to the office. That's why I like being around the team. I like talking to everybody because of that feeling that I get yeah. right there. Yeah, for those tuning in, we are at Urban Coworks, downtown Schenectady. Um, growing up here, I always thought Proctor's was the biggest building in the world. Um, because it had the most beautiful lighting. Now we're in the office and I overlook Proctor's every day. It's there at GE. <laughs> As a reminder, I intentionally look out the window and look down at Proctor's, not because I feel like we're in, we're in such a better space, because it just speaks volumes to my life. As a kid looking up to Proctor's and seeing how the bright lights yeah. and how wonderful it was to be like, oh, man, this is, yeah. you know, to see see the city city hall in the background, MVP up the street. The energy, the vibe in this building is just creative. It's, it's business-like. It's, it's, it makes you want to water your grass. It, it makes you want to water your grass. I'm going to show you how old I am. When I was a kid, we used to run through the practice, right? And we used to go come out and go through Carl Company. Oh, know, man. We're bringing it back to Carl <laughs> Company. Oh, man. we go to Woolworth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right here on the corner, we'd go to White Burger, have a burger. You know what I'm saying? And it was It was beautiful. To be back in the downtown area, though, because I've been gone for so long, it's a beautiful thing to see all this history being redone over again. At one point, downtown was dead. Mm -hmm. You know, it it was it was on life support. And now what they're doing, the revitalization of it. I love being down in the middle of this right here, man. No, it's a great place to be in. and, And I look forward to not only the growth of downtown, but the growth of every part of the city of Schenectady as a whole. I think, I think I think that's kind of the vibe where we're at right now where, you know, we're making it down here and that's dope, mm-hmm. but we're looking to expand. Oh, we are? Yeah, we're looking to expand. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing some things. We got a lot of stuff in the works. You know, we're definitely coming into the, into the community and going to be infusing some money soon back into the community to do some things. Um, you know, the good thing for me, so I've always been in the private sector, never been a non-profit area. So just like, like you said, you know, for me, I'm learning the nonprofit thing because I've always wanted to, to do something, but everyone's always telling me, I don't do this. Like I was going to do a food drive uh, two years ago and I was told by a very prominent pastor, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want the headache, man. It's a pain in the butt, man. Community ain't going to support it. They see, you know, they're just going to be talking about you. And I was like, all right, I'm staying away from the, you know, that nonprofit sector. But after really sitting down with you, seeing everything that's going on and just meeting other non seeing like, you know what, it's not about the money. 
you know, you guys are doing it for the pure love of what the community is, you know, is, uh, is, is offering. So I was like, you know what, man, this is what I was trying to do then. So it had nothing to do about money. It was about the community. Yeah. So, you know, I'm loving the, the, the purpose, over, purpose over people, purpose over people. So I'm loving it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm so I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the five, one, eight talks podcast. Thank I- everybody who, uh, Who's over there live watching us? What was it that Mr. Mr. David there, Miss Julia? Julia. You know what I'm saying? Was that Hazel Eyes? Patrice, uh, Tabitha, Mr. Dewey, Mr. Michael McCall, you know, Jason, Nicole, Deshaun, Kareem, Mr. Wise. Yeah, we had a lot of people you know, check in. Yeah. Some people check in. If we don't hit you, don't worry about it. <clears throat> when we get off, we'll let you know. We're going to put some stuff in the comments for you guys. But thank you guys for tuning in and uh and, and listening to us. Yeah, talk Wolf, Wolfpack Wednesdays. Me and Deshaun got something coming up for you. On top of that, we also got some giveaways on this Wednesday. Uh oh, giveaways on Wednesday. So tune in on Wednesday. Me and Deshaun got something cooking up for you guys. Um, we also got some give some Wolfpack swags and giveaways. Swags, some you know what I'm saying? Some Wolfpack gifts to give away. Also, we'll have some updates on the next five one eight talk speaker series, February thirteenth at Proctor's. Yes, yes. Tickets will be available this week. Uh, you can also go to proctors.org and click the link, and you can purchase your tickets online right now. Our speakers for that event are Mr. Keto Delgado, Carmen Duncan, mm. Kahime Priest, mm. and just locked in because we had a schedule change, Mr. Jamaica Miles. Listen, it's gonna be that's gonna be a powerful move. Listen, I grew up with Jamaica. I know the young lady. She's got a lot of energy. She's coming with it, and I and I got to meet Mr. Kahim because he's one of our clients. And let me tell you, I like that. I like the way that young man Diddy Bob. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's I'm gonna like, come out with some crazy shoes for the yeah, 13th. I, like I think I might have something for him though. He think, <laughs> think, he think he think his grass is green. My grass is green too. There you go. There you go. Thank you guys for tuning in Five When They Talks podcast. Listen, no matter what nobody else say, the grass is not green on the other side. Stop worrying about it and just tend to yours. There's no fence. There's no ceiling. There's no none of that. Uh, break the mental chains. Listen, we out here. Get the tools. Water your grass. Love your grass. Support the grass of other people and embrace the process of your grass growing. Love your life, man. You only got one of them. Thank you. Listen, thank you. Peace. And you can follow us at Wolfpack Wealth Group on Instagram. Wolfpack.